Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy. I'm your girl, Eva Marcel, here with the beautiful Loria. What's up, Lo? Hey, girl. What's going on this week? I'm liking this hair. You got a little bed hair going on. Oh, no. It's a mess. This is called gym hair. I'm trying to get my body in tip-top shape. Okay. So every day that you see me Monday through Thursday, I'm probably going to be looking pretty crappy. Listen, you know what they say. Summer <laughs> bodies are made in the winter, but you would have had it started in the fall on that. Yes, I'm not so, playing no games. I'm here for all of it. Well, you looking good. <laughs> I'm feeling you, you good. Too. And this week, it seems that there is a theme that we didn't even attempt to make it. It just seems like the running theme. It's all about love, marriage, and the breakup of all of that. So that's what we're going to be getting through today. Now, we're starting with this messy cheating scandal, Twitter featuring Nia Long and Maroon 5's Adam Levine. Yes, Mm -hmm. I made it seem like it was a song that I was introducing because that is how dramatic the whole situation is. It's almost Mm -hmm. melodic. Also, divorce lawyers say why many couples part ways and they give some dating advice. So I'm going to, you know, let you know a little one, little two on the dating front today. And we're going to talk all about the plight of the married single mother. Now, that's something that uh, we definitely are going to have to dive into because, yes, it's possible to be a married single mother and... Somebody's trying to make me a married single mother. It's going down in my DMs. Always L'Oreal's DMs. We're definitely going to unpack some pretty uh, cuckoo things going on in there. Is cuckoo this week, low? Very cuckoo. One in particular, very, very blockable cuckoo. I almost want to leave him so I could just watch his Did you say blackable or blockable? Blockable, whatever it is. (laughs) And for our final question to undress, this happened. Do your damn job, get your money, and worry about your own business. Mind the business that pays you, not the one that's going on in your backseat. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, it's going down, so make sure you listen to hear how we undress all of this mess on the Undress Run Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, I just have to shout them out real fast. VIP sale is going on right now. So if you did not know what that is, Macy's VIP sale has arrived and it's just in time for everything you need to bring your style A game this fall. So from September the 23rd through October the 3rd, you get 30% off of regular sale and clearance price out items, plus 15% off of beauty. Now, I don't know if you heard what I said, but I said 30% off of regular and sale and clearance. So whatever is in there, you getting 30% off of. And then when it comes to I the beauty, that. you I get another that. 15% off. So that means that you get 30% off of all fall fashion must-haves. I'm talking denim jackets. I'm mm. talking demi-dresses. Yes. I'm talking lug sole boots. So all much right. more. Plus, you can shop the way you want by picking it up in store. You can run curbside like mm-hmm. L'Oreal does. Or I love it. you can get new finds at door. Or you can get your new finds straight to your door with same-day delivery. It's crazy. Check them out right over at Macy's.com. That's Macy's.com. So, yes. let's go on. Are we starting with love? Are we starting with marriage? Are we starting with the petty, petty? Before we really start, start, I do want to talk about your new movie really quickly. Hello. Ah! 
Hello. Let me talk a little bit about your new movie, Eva, because this is super exciting. I love to see you in your acting bag. And let's just say they're not going to stop seeing you in your acting bag no time soon. It's only getting crazier. Crazier so let's, and crazier. Let's tell them a little bit about your new movie. Oh, I had the uh, luxury of doing a film called Hello. Now, the guy who wrote Hello, it's crazy because the first film I ever was casted in called Crossover, maybe two thousand. 2006 mm -hmm. was written by a guy named Preston Whitmore. Okay. And I did this film with Anthony Mackie and um, Wesley Jonathan. Well, all these years later, I got an offer for a role on this uh, movie called Hello. And it's written by the same guy, Preston That's Whitmore. So He's so dope. I got to work with Swirl, who is one of the most amazing production companies. My co-star was uh, Charlie Weber. You guys might know him from How to Get Away with Murder. Mm -hmm. He played a psycho guy there, and he decided to come to Hello and be even more psycho. Lord, so, it's, it's a thriller. A, I was on thriller. the edge of my seat. <laughs> Were you? Yes, Eva. Listen, it is a suspense thriller. It's all about a woman who finds um, love in a hopeless place only to have a great date turn terror and how Be she gets careful, through ladies. it. Be careful. Be careful, ladies. But you got to remember, it's a black woman in a scary movie. So <laughs> you can already expect that things are going to, you know, shift a certain way. But we're premiering, or we premiered last week, rather, and we're streaming live right now on BT Plus. So check your girl out. It's called Hello on BT Plus. Yeah, yes. thank you, love. Oh, no, we love you, Eva. And make sure y'all go and support everything that she got going on because there's a lot of things. You could watch it this weekend <laughs> and just sit down and binge Eva. Yes. Okay. And then you could also binge the Unjust Run podcast, listen to our past episodes, but we're going to get messy. Okay, oh, you ready? Okay, that's messy? what you wanted to that's, uh, Okay, that's what we're saying. I don't want to. This is what the people want to do out well, here in these they streets. Do? Okay, well, apparently. Ooh, last week was two big cheating scandals, and it was super messy. Boston head coach, Ime Udoka. All right, now, he allegedly cheated on his fiance Nia Long. And you know, Black Twitter, uh, we was not here for that. Wait so a he, minute, not yes. Dana? Yes, and they were together for 12 years. Okay, oh. they've been engaged for like seven. But he cheated on her with a Celtic staffer who right now is still unnamed. I know her name. But, of course, like... You she, would know her name. Yeah, I know her name. She's nobody that we would know her name. It's a white girl. She uh, worked with the team. She does the travel. Her husband also works for the team. But I believe he does the finances for the Celtics. Now, um... He basically crossed the line and was suspended for a year. And they're calling it right now a consensual relationship. And it's being alleged that the husband of the Boston staffer overheard a private conversation of uh, her and him mm -hmm. on the damn ring camera. <gasps> Not the ring, girl. What an idiot. How about she was like this? Let me step outside so he can't hear me. And then she goes and stands in front of the ring cam and now Which he can records. record it. Come on. Are you serious? Anyway, rumors world about who the woman is all over the internet. And they're just flabbergasted that he would cheat on Nia Long because, you know, Nia Long is lit. You know how many people have been trying to get after Nia Long all these years? Everybody right. and their mama. You know what I mean? So even after they broke the news, it was so many people trying to slide in the alarm, <laughs> um, celebrities, congressmen, all kind of stuff. Meanwhile, on the quieter side of things, Adam Levine from Maroon 5, who I love, he, uh, 
he got some inappropriate DMs that leaked from him on TikTok. Now, there was a woman by the name of Sumner, and she leaked the DMs because a friend of hers she sent a screenshot to was threatening to sell them. What? So, yeah, check out what she had to say. Maroon 5 is practically elevator music at this point, so I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. But Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. Didn't Jay-Z do that with Blue Ivy and Blue Cantrell? Oh, what? Uh, men, oh. That's what people say. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what people no, say. No, no. Not side chick, but like Beyonce took him from her and then was like, ha ha, I'm gonna name my child. <laughs> was that really hers though? Cause you can't take this mine. So was it hers? I don't know, child, but it's the same name, and that is a very distinct name, like Sumner. Anyway, so I, I was gonna say it's a really cool name when you were saying. I was like, "Oh, Sumner, that's really cool." Well, you know, he's married to a Victoria's Secret model, and uh, yeah, so she's saying that he asked, "Can he name his unborn child after her?" He's denied having an affair, though. He said he did use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any flirtatious manner, but I've never touched anyone else. I didn't have an affair. Nonetheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my time. Regrettable, that's you, Sumner. <laughs> and in certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. Now, all these side chicks are talking out. Well, she's a side chick that's talking out. The other one got caught out there and her husband spoke out. What do you think about these allegations from either of these? Do you think this man should have been suspended a whole entire year for a consensual relationship? And is Adam in trouble just because he's tweeting and texting people? He didn't touch him. Okay, so I'm going to start with Adam. Adam, I think you messed up with the whole Sumner of things. It could have all been allegedly if it wasn't the same name, because that is a very specific name, sir. And you can't tap dance around that. So, Adam, get your life together. You got a whole Victoria's Secrets model. What are you doing? When it comes to the Nia Long story, I think it's absolutely amazing that this man got suspended for an entire year. He's the new head coach of Boston. His resume precedes him. There was an expectation for him to do great things this season. I'm sure he's not the only person that is fraternizing at the workplace mm. under the Boston Celtics organization currently. I'm cheerleaders. But I knew the second I heard this story that she was white and her husband said something. Why? Because it was in Boston? Because it happens too frequently. I think that fraternizing is more of a moral issue versus a legal issue. I know that companies like insurance ask that their employees don't fraternize just so that they can cover themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's the responsible thing to do as a company. But the expectation that no one at work, especially when you work the kind of jobs that we work, which are careers, which means you spend a lot of time at them, that you wouldn't develop something with someone at work. The discretion is what is expected. Cheating is horrible. That's your choice. I don't play them reindeer games, but that's up to him and her. Nia and this man have been together for 12 years. They have been engaged for seven. Don't know what's going on in the relationship, but obviously he stepped out. I think that he needs to take that up with God, his kids, 
and his soon-to-be wife if they're getting married. Not yeah, year with, is crazy. I think it is egregious. I think it is overkill. I think that the punishment does not fit the crime. But they're saying that it's a whole lot more that we're not aware of. and that this What's whole, that? That part, I'm not 100% sure of, but I do know this. They said that it's going to be a ton more stuff that comes out about Emei. And they also have, like, Matt Barnes even backed up the claims. And he said, listen, because initially he was like, that's ridiculous. This is the same time that Robert Sarver got. Um, right. And what did for, he do? So he, um, who is the coach, uh, sorry, the owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury, okay. he mistreated employees, misogynistic, uh, sexist, racist, said the N-word. They counted at least five times. And just the mistreatment of not only the women at the job, but also just employees as a whole. Nasty. Okay, so right. misogyny and toxic workplace. Sex, like sexist. Sexual uh, sex, harassment. Sexual harassment. Is equitable and equal to a man deciding to cheat on his wife. This is what I'm saying. There's more to the story that they're saying we haven't got. And Matt Barnes, who's a former NBA player, mm-hmm. said... Uh, like I said, he apologized for actually saying they don't deserve the same time. He said, I'm going to back out of this and let y'all know that it's messier than y'all know. Yeah, so, but Matt also works at ESPN and he also has um, current deals that disallows him to currently speak. And so I feel like him deciding to to make that retractment or make a new statement after the initial one. The initial one is how he really feels. The second one is what the um, his team I don't told know. him to say. I feel like, like you said, he does work there. So he knows some things that we don't. And they're saying that it's more than one woman, actually, is one thing I know for okay, sure. Okay, so he so so he sleep around. Yeah, I but just they're know saying when that one of them wasn't warranted. One of them they didn't want. Oh. So I'm waiting to see oh, when that one comes out. Oh, convenient. Oh. Yeah. Also, she was like the travel agent for the team. And what mm-hmm. made this all worse to me if I was Nia Long. So Nia Long found out the same time as us. Even though this was something they approached him Do months you ago. Really think she not like 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 okay? Yeah, because let's, she just moved there two weeks ago, and the girl helped her move. Okay, but let's just let's just let's just talk about it. The mistress helped her move. Does do you think that she, Dania Long, was completely oblivious to the fact that her man was stepping out on her? Period. She didn't know nothing. Like she was blindsided by the idea that this perfect man who has never done anything that even alludes to the idea that he could. She definitely didn't think it was going to be the woman that helped her. Okay. That's different though. That specific woman or know anything at all. I'm just saying like, if you know. A head coach for the NBA. Uh huh. Who's always gone majority of the year. I would definitely think she thinks he does something, but you're not going to bring your dirt to work or home. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Cause that's what's to talk about. It's about the discretion. Yeah. I don't think it's the, the, the offense as much because to err is to be human. Right. Yeah. And that no one's perfect. I'm not giving anybody a pass. You're going to catch these dudes. Yeah, But you messing with our money now, sir. Like I'm only with you. Cause you the co- No, I'm joking. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> let's get to the crux of things. But I'm just saying, I feel like certain things should not play out in the workspace or be affected when it comes to your job, when it's a moral thing. I now, if your wife end up leaving you, if you know what I'm saying, then bruh, that's the bed you made. But as yeah. far as him being a coach and him being a credible coach that they knew had the potential to take them to a championship, to put him in that leadership position, I think that he should have done something in that leadership position i.e. what Sarber did. 
right to make it justifiable for a year of suspension because what's going to happen and you go ahead and run the tape back and we can move on after but what's going to happen l'oreal is they're going to do the year suspension. This um, assistant coach is going to end up being moved as the interim head coach, they've already said. Mm -hmm. they either going to lose the season and they're going to blame it on the head coach. Who's they're suspended, definitely going to lose the season. Or they're going to win the um, season and they're going to blame it on the assistant coach. But no matter what, after the year suspension, he's not working for Boston no more. You don't think so? Nope. Nope, nope. So that means that the guy that he screwed over probably has been working with Boston. Exactly. Since the beginning. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think he's working there no more. Damn. Well, he's a good coach. He was nominated up for coach of the year. Uh, mm. That was his first year with the Boston Celtics as a head coach, and he made it to the finals. So yeah. uh, they didn't win. They were the runner-ups. But that's that's a hell of a good job for first year with a team. So Exactly. It's, a, it's an amazing job. And when you look at Nick Saban and a lot of these, I'm sorry, not sorry, coaches out here. Well, from, he's the owner. You talking who, about Robert Sarver? Rob, um, I was talking about Nick Saban. Oh, I was talking oh, about coaches, yeah, 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 period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, with mm -hmm. not a perfect track record. But what happens is when they get the end result that the organization wants, all the other stuff is swept under the rug. Or it's it's um not considered as heavily. Definitely that won't displace them from their position. But he's not quite enough for that to even be a reality. Yeah, but will they hire him somewhere else, though? <sighs> I got to hear the rest of these allegations. I got to hear the rest of these allegations, too. I just feel like this is something that the um, the Long family, as if he took her last name, ah. Mia Long and the family should be dealing with in-house. And public scrutiny is bad enough girl, to take that man's job. engaged for seven years for me. If y'all ain't oh, girl, married, all of those now. things. Exactly. I'm just saying. I'm and y'all didn't live together? Like, and y'all got a kid together? Girl. I mean, it's not going to be hard for him to find another woman. And it's not going to be hard for her to find another man. So we Speaking can of on. another man and another <laughs> woman, divorce lawyers give dating advice. <laughs> but they won't need one of those because they're only engaged. Exactly. What do you yeah. even do with that? So crazy info that just came in. Divorce attorneys have seen practically every reason for getting a divorce, right? From a woman who hadn't seen her husband's home before they got married and found out after the wedding that he was a hoarder to a mom who believed that she was a vampire and slept in a coffin every night. Right. So um, for starters, know who you messing with, definitely know who you're marrying. Now, Forbes estimates that divorces cost between $15,000 to $20,000. But we all know, especially the ones that play out in the media, they can often go easy into the six figures. Now, even though divorces are stressful and expensive, they say that 58% of divorced people actually get remarried. Now, that is a very shocking statistic. To each other or other people? To other people. They oh. they attempt to find love again, even though they, they went the long haul, promised forever. It didn't work out. They actually go and shoot their next shot. 58% of divorced wow. people. So BuzzFeed asked several divorce attorneys to provide some dating advice based on their experience. Now, this is from BuzzFeed and okay. from some attorneys, all right? So one of the things which I think is one of the two most important things is focus on communication. One of the biggest reasons why relationships fail is a lack of communication. Miscommunication can lead to a lot of things, including <clears throat> infidelity. Mm -hmm. and because if you tell that you're cheating, then that's not cheating. No, it is. It's just <laughs> called an honest cheater. A plan cheating. 
No, if you, what do you mean if you tell her before you cheated? Because then they're saying communication can lead to uh, miscommunication can lead to, to infidelity. infidelity. So if you're communicating, you won't have infidelity because mm-hmm. they'll just tell you, "I want to sleep with someone else." Well, I don't think it's more so that I don't think in the in the sleep the sleeping with someone else is not always just the act. It's more so just the feeling of being wanted, the feeling of someone listening to you and caring. So if you're in a communicative space where you and your partner are talking, you know that whatever their love language is, um, whatever they've been lacking or missing, or they're tired, they don't feel it right now. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just tired. But with them being tired, they kind of said no thank you to an advance you gave them they'll know it's because you're tired, not because you're turned off. Mm -hmm. And so that, like the communication in those spaces will lead you to a, a lend you to a better relationship versus being confused about where we stand or if you're even happy here, which makes right. you go outside of the relationship and start talking to other people and doing other stuff. I don't think a lot of times when people end up cheating and I'm not a cheater and I of, often get um, accused of condoning cheating. I don't condone cheating, but I can ch- condone humanity. We're all human. But when I think when it comes to cheating, a lot of times it's just trying to get what you didn't have. And if Mm. you spend time and energy into filling the voids in your circle, in your family, then you don't go outside to look for stuff. Because I don't think they really go outside to figure out somebody to sleep with. They go outside because they want somebody to hang out with. That's true, but then sometimes you just got them. The the women is throwing it sometimes. The men is throwing it sometimes. And it's the temptation. And some people can't, like, avoid that. Like, they, they dive into it and... That might be just a little bit more than than missing something. That might be you exactly. just not having any self-control. Well, then there is another thing that ends up being a, a, a ticker. And this is one I know you won't end up in because you definitely make sure your um, I's are dotted and your T's are all the way across. <laughs> but do not avoid financial conversations, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Financial conflict is a leading cause of divorce. No matter how little or how much you have, you have to set financial parameters and look at one's relationship with money. Will you split the bills 50-50? Will you take the check and pay all of it? Do you give him? Does he pay all of it? It's based on the amount earned. Now, this conversation needs to happen. It needs to happen up front. It so does. You, it's girl. a touchy conversation, though, because, you know, and then things change. Sometimes people are the breadwinners and then they're not anymore. And that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. But that's what you should talk about. Like, so what happens if when I'm not doing so good or when you're not doing so good, am I going to take over all the bills? Yep. Am I? Are you comfortable with doing that? Are we like all that kind of stuff? Because, like, I never, I'm not going to lie, growing up, I never, ever considered that I would have to pay if I was married. I'm like, why would I have to? Because my husband should pay for everything. And then when, like, the older I got, I'm like, wait, why Why did we think like that? Like, it, it shouldn't even have to be that way. It even I might even thought that, like, a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like, and a man me, should pay I'm for everything. And me, I'm the completely opposite. Yeah, like, you are. I grew up, my mother was making quite a bit of money. She got a master. She went to UCLA. Mom does very well for herself. She was vice president of DeVita. So my mom bring home bacon. Like that was never a but question. She an earner. That's what's weird. My mother was, is well, so I didn't live with my mother and father, but my mother, same thing. Like she bought her own first house. She had three cars, three kids, and she took care of everybody by herself. She had a great job. You know what I mean? Like yep. she had another land here and there, another place. Yep. And 
But I still thought that the man should be like, I, no, I mean, because was paying for her stuff, my thing is the equity isn't in the money. Like you got the 50 50 isn't in just the money, because if it is, then we go back to that whole conversation with T.D. Jakes and the idea that if I bring the money in, then you have to do all these other things like, right. OK, I, I, I got bread. So now what else you bring into the table? Well, it's, that's that's better. Exactly. Yeah, like we better. we good now. Now what you bring to the table and it actually requires that a man pulls up and, and is a man. That. I you love know what it, I but mean? it took for me being in a messed up situation where I did depend on a man that I had to be like, well, I want a little say in this relationship too. And that exactly. doesn't mean I can't be submissive to my man or whatever the case, but you like, I got to have some say. Like, but you, you know got to talk about the finances though. I remember yeah, when Mike, when we first um, did marriage counseling before we started, before we got married. And one of the first things that was asked was about finances and how much money is spent in a household in a month. And Mike was like, I don't know. He would do everything. And it's true. Yeah. It's like, I I have no idea how much the bills are. She tell me to give her some money. I give it to her. She do it. But that means that there is trust there. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's open communication. I let him know what it is. If new bills come in, different stuff shifts around. If I'm going to cover something, whatever it is, it's very, very clear. I don't make any large purchases without asking him as he wouldn't make any large purchase or loan. What's a large purchase in your opinion now? Um, I went and bought a new car not too long ago. Well, then, yeah, a, that's a large a Range Rover Sport. But I told him I wanted to get a new car, and he was like, "You deserve it. Go get it." But then I got him a car. But this is what I'm saying. What if it's like, like, where does it start at? Because it's like, what about a bag? No, nah, that's me. Anything that I'm putting on my person, that's me. Yeah, okay. my clothes and all that stuff, that's me. I work really hard, and that's also why I go to work because. You I like don't things. need to ask Ew. you anything under ten thousand dollars. Okay, that's, that's what I'm asking. I'm <laughs> yeah, asking so more of like a price of like anything around. under ten thousand dollars. You say nothing. Is I say nothing. What but, about nine 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 nine? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but if I'm gonna charter a jet or say if I'm gonna do something in. I already know is yes. I just let him know like, hey, this costs X, Y, and Z or whatever. Um, so that he's just not surprised. Like if, if his homeboy came to the house and was like, thanks for that $10,000 loan, Mike, I would be like, what, what the hell? N- Baby, I would never miss the $10,000. It's nothing, but it's the That's principle the of the yeah. communication. So mm-hmm. it's not about who has what. It's about feeling like we in this thing together. It is uh, you and I. This is not just a you. And if it is, then just go do you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if we're going to do this thing together, then it needs to be some reciprocity on both sides. Right, right. And it also says that it's the relationship balance. Both people have to be willing to contribute to the relationship. No one should be dead weight. No one should be dead weight. Come around. You got to do something. Mm-hmm. Please. And both should bring something to the table, including duties around the house. So, sir, just because you make your money and you pay for a maid, don't mean you get to just drop your clothes anywhere you want to. Like she no, help out, do something. And just because she's the mom doesn't mean she has to do all of the maternal things with the kids. You can pull up. You can right. go to her recital, too. You could take her to dance class, too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just do the boy stuff like my husband, today's my son's third birthday. My husband went and took some cupcakes up to the school. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a mom thing to do. It's a parent, parent thing, thing to, do. to do. Yeah. And so distinguishing the difference between what our roles are. Shoot, I'll bring it up there as an auntie. So you ain't need Come to, on, TT. It take a village. Don't it take a village? You talk about it. <laughs> and that's even, the, even more important, like understanding that it's all about how we work together. And so mm-hmm. I think divorces end up coming 
you know, to the forefront when we've decided to start working together. Right. You do you, I'm going to do me, and I'm going to get mine, you get yours. That's how you end up divorced. But you don't feel like love is all lost because you find yourself in love again, 58% of them per hmm. BuzzFeed, trying Ooh. to get remarried. Okay. Now. So have you seen any wild reasons why friends of yours have gotten divorced? Yes. I, I know a couple that have divorced over uh, messiness. What? So one person was super neat. And okay. this is something that we all knew. And then the other person was a super mess. And this is something we all knew. But I guess they didn't realize that about each other, even though mm. they were together for so long, I guess because they didn't live together. Mm-hmm. So then when they finally lived together after getting married, which uh, that's why I think you should spend some time living together before you get married, obviously, uh, they found out that one was messier than the other and he just couldn't take it. And, and then that I guess it just turned it out. And I thought that that was so crazy because I've heard of people break up for different things. But like, think about if you're like an OCD type person and then you get with somebody that's a little bit of a slob, a little slob. Yeah. I couldn't I mean, live with I that either. A little, I think that's a little extreme. I but mean, I do have a friend. How on the messy is this person is what I'm saying. Right. Because right, can we just very, get somebody to clean that up? No, very messy. Oh, well, I know somebody on the brink of divorce right now, but it is for one of these reasons. So my homegirl was not up. She dated a guy who was up and then he's been taking care of her for years. They got kids. They just they uh, they have a a child now or she's Mm -hmm. pregnant rather. And they've been married for a few years um, together for 10. Um, And now she's doing really well. Like she's climb the corporate ladder, sis got it. And he don't have it as much. And mm. I think a lot of their relationship was predicated on what he did for her. And so now that it's just, it just gets funny. So he's doing stunny type things. Like I'm just going to take out $50,000 and give it to my mom. Damn. I'm just going to give my mom $16,000 for a deck. And then I'm going to give her 30,000 because our house is getting foreclosed on. I'm like, well, hold on. Where does a 50 go? And mind you, these are no conversations that the husband had with my homegirl. Like, wow. at all. Didn't say nothing to her. She just looked in the bank like, where did money go? Like, I'm not missing it, but it's, I can see it's not there. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, good sis, bruh, keep your financials and your affairs in line because you can lose a whole lot of love over them coins. Don't mess up the church's money now. I know that's right. <laughs> Because you could end up a married single mother. That's right. And uh, let me tell you, well, TikTok looked at a recent social media thread based on the topic, I was a married single mother. Now, there's hundreds of women that chimed into this thread. Now, she read off several of the responses of women who were married but feel like single mothers because they have no support from the fathers who live inside of the house. That's so sad. Oh. All right. So here's a couple of them. Check it out. This was my marriage. Got into a heated argument because I had COVID and asked him to do the grocery shopping. Baby, tell me about it. Now the husband wants to know why the kids don't talk to them and they feel left out. I barely talked to my father and he is flabbergasted. Simply cannot understand since he was technically there. Facts. I'm on my way to to divorce now because I realized that I was doing so much without him and we were married. I was single as f- and my and my daughter and I lived in that five bedroom house by ourselves. We never saw him. He came, got showered and dressed and left. 
Oh, it's more. Honey, I tried to miss my ex-husband after I left. One day I tried to cry about it, but I couldn't think of anything he did to miss. Damn. <laughs> did she say I tried to cry about I it? I tried to cry, but I couldn't think of anything. You know what's crazy about this? Because I definitely, so my ex-boyfriend, when I found out he was cheating on me, this girl in her mind, or whatever he was convincing her, she was with him for mad long. And I'm like, you sleep home every single night. We eat dinner together every single night. I think out of like three years, I probably didn't see you 12 hours, right? Where did you have a relationship with this chick? But some people will stay in a relationship where they don't see a person, where they don't spend time with the person. And they'll be like, this is my boyfriend. This mm -hmm. is my whatever. And you're like, what? Like me, that's not the type of woman I am. Like you ain't got to no, be up not. underneath me 24 seven, but there's no way I'm just going to not see you for six months and be like, yeah, my boyfriend. Like, are you dumb? Or yeah, my husband. Well, like, some some women have, I mean, they date online for three years. They've been with somebody. I think that Crazy. if they filled up emotionally or whatever they think they need emotionally, they can find themselves very comfortable in the distance. That's crazy. Well, some of the women are explaining their lives got better after leaving these men. And I could see that. Well, I don't know why, because they wasn't around in the first damn place. Uh, right. They was doing all the work anyway. So it's kind of just like, you know, I feel like that's like a, a weight lifted off you because sometimes you think you got that back end and that help and you don't. So now that you know you got to figure it all out by yourself, your plan is different and you're First, moving different. Loria, did this lady say... She asked her husband to get groceries when she had COVID I'm telling and you. he flipped out like this is not even let's take turns tonight. I, if he cries, I'll get up tomorrow night. If he cries, you get up like, come on, bruh. I know men like this, man. It's sad, but there are men that are just like this. They feel like as long as they're providing financially, that there's providing, that they're providing. But you need help sometimes. But like, look at what? Nick Cannon. Look at that Nick Cannon situation. You see his baby mom was on Instagram crying about not sleeping for the past three days because the two-month-old is screaming at the top of their lungs. So then a fan told her, well, why don't you get a night nurse? And she snapped on them like, are you going to pay for it? Here's my memo. They're like, yo, have Nick Cannon pay for it. That's your millionaire baby daddy that you didn't mind. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, Nick Cannon, it, why is she crying to us about being up for three days and you sitting there wilding out with all these other women, literally? Listen, I don't get it. What's his job? This is a testament to all of my single ladies out there that are like, Oh, I want a man. I want a man. I'm so alone. I'm so alone. You don't just want a man. We're going to start putting specifics on these prayers, okay? Because there are men out here. They are beautiful and well endowed. But you can end up married and alone as a single mother in the household with your whole husband. So be very, very careful what you ask for, very ladies careful. and gentlemen. And specific about what you ask him Because for. men do it too. Men, you know, you want the baddest chick in the room. You want this, you want that. It's like, okay, cool. Now you got her. She come with a whole lot, bro. Now you don't want that. Now you cheating with this snaggatooth girl. And you're like, yo, she don't have a tooth right here. What's going on? But it's a lot <laughs> less stress than you giving them. So just be very, you know, careful what you ask for. Y'all listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the undressing room. What'd you say about your DM low? 
Listen, this one, I can't even scroll all the way to the top. This guy wrote Is that me, much? It's a lot. It's bad. I'm going to just start from the middle and just give you a brief <laughs> synopsis of where he started. Okay. So this man uh, decided to slide into my DMs this past weekend. And I thought about calling the police. But instead, I decided to just bring this to no, the Unjust Run podcast. Well, he started off by saying that he knew me. So he's like, I know you. We met when I was 19. And uh, then he just went from there. He was like, I was, I fell in love with you from the first time that I met you. So at first I'm like, okay, is this somebody that maybe I went to school with? Or, okay. Yeah, I wasn't really sure. But then it just went all the way left. I'm just going to scroll through some of these things. He went from good to nice to crazy to I don't even know. Uh, so he says. Well, uh, did you ever respond? Who's he talking? He's no, talking to he's just talking himself. To himself. <gasps> okay, please read me some. And it's millions some of it's millions of like. Okay, so I posted a picture and okay. he said, "Blue nails with a red dress. You cold, L'Oreal, and your body's real. I prefer that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You got that real monster butt. I love to catch you by myself. I mean, by yourself, because you're real life hot, head to toe." Uh, my heart dropped. I wouldn't be able to stop looking. You're a real female. I wish figure skaters were thick like you. My wishes are different. You know how to love a real N-word like me. I felt understood by you. A secret. Really love you for real. I love a chick that can make me lay on my back. <laughs> Wait a minute, sir. Sir, what do you want to do? Wait a it's giving Jeffrey Dahmer. It's giving. You go hard. You're so feminine. Plus your body's real. So I appreciate you more than Nikki or Cardi. I take you over both of them straight up. You're better than I don't even know where they came from. Then he goes, you're a effing <laughs> Wait up. So he took you and he put you back. I don't even get here. He said, I melt just seeing you walk in high heels. I don't know how I went from that, and now you're going back These, to being This is the one we call clinical, okay? He's bipolar. They think you're a tomboy, but I know real. I know better. You're a real woman. They're all scared of you. I've been met you, though. You're cool, not stuck up. You're the only chick I can tolerate. I'm not even thirsty. I'll take orders from you're you. You're not? This is the definition of parched. I'm not even like literally. I can't even. Do you see this? Hold on. What is he, he? Yo, block him. I have never told you to block someone on DM ever since since we oh, started this show. Video calling on Instagram. Block Look him. At this. Block him. Block him. Block him. I love you, L'Oreal. I be thinking out loud. He said, "You my." No, you're I not. I love you. Bitch. <laughs> The only honest thing he said in there is that you're beautiful and that he thinks out loud. Those are two facts. It's a lot. I'm embarrassed because I'm in love. I know you're trying to take advantage of me. I don't trust you. I know you're against me. You want to break my heart. I just need so, you to be my girlfriend. I'll never cheat on you, please. <laughs> oh, great. yeah. It's definitely giving Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's definitely giving Psycho. Okay. Well, I did see some of it, and I don't want to see any more. No, you have this. to block him. This is the first right? time I've ever said it. You have to block. He doesn't deserve a second chance. You need to run for the hills. What Maya Angelou said is believe someone. When they show you who they are, believe it. He showed you who he is. Believe it. He crazy. I also feel like those people you got to kind of watch out for, though, because 
if you block them, they kind of go crazier. So I feel like I need to know where this guy is, like where his temperament is. The way technology is set up and the access, the fact that he can even press a button that video calls you, even if it's, it's, scary, it's, it's, it's right? too, that's too close for my personal friend comfort. Lord, okay. You're going to have to block him. And if he's properly crazy, he's going to follow you from his other page anyway. I know. He probably is. Anyway, here's another one. Oh, hey, babe, with that little sexy voice. I just know that moan voice is incredible. Let's hurry up and be friends. <laughs> um, It is cuffing season, but don't be so horny, guys. What is like, wrong with what? these guys jumping what? right out what? the window? Like, you don't even have any coof. Like, at least try to say something. Like, this guy said something that wasn't too, too bad. What? Well, it's not bad at all. Hey, Miss Lady, I want to meet you and take you out on one dinner. But on a nine to five paycheck, LOL. Oh, I and, love him. I love him. And maybe get a little hug too. I love him. He's confident, but he also is a man that lives within his means. And I personally appreciate that. With the richest people in the world, you still live within your means. And the fact that he put it on the front page, like, look, sis, I got a whole nine to five. I'm a regular guy with regular bills. And he most likely is only a few checks away from a struggle, which means let me <laughs> let me do my let me do me. But I can take you out though. But or he's a few checks away from a box. No, but you know how <laughs> like so you could be like you know someone loses their job, they'll be okay for like a month, but like a month and a half, two months. You know we're talking now four, five, six paychecks that they didn't get. They might find themselves in a little bit more of a struggle. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And not that he lives check to check, but to be honest about where your finances are, I think for one, that's a blessing and a perk for you. And then it'll help you get the woman you really want because a real female to me, a real woman, as long as you honest and you out there going and get it, I'm going to prop my king up anyway. Yeah, but a nine to five just means a regular job. Yeah, regular degla. I have a regular job. So with this nine to five. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I clock in and clock out. I don't own the company. I don't. That's a nine no, to five. No, 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 it's not. You work at <laughs> six to ten. <laughs> I work that at nine not, to five. That doesn't mean you have to work nine to five. No, nine, nine to five, five means this that you're making the average wage of a person in that city, the median wage. You don't work a nine to five, sis. That's I a whole nother topic, nine though. To five at the radio station. I ain't trying to tell your business, bitch. You don't work at <laughs> nine. Not. Not equal to what he's talking about. We both have nine to fives. I think it's no fine. nine to five doesn't allow you to go to Mexico five times a year. Oh, but then I don't want that nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> what you might not want is this final question to undress. Let's okay. go. So I'm not sure if you guys heard it, but I will hear it again a thousand times. This lady is crazy. She is an Uber driver who recently went on a rant about a passenger that she had in her car. Listen to this. Today I picked up a guy. His wife and his kids walked him out to the car, said, I love you, daddy, blah, blah, blah. So he gets in, he says, hi. He goes, I added a stop. I said, I saw that. So we go and we pull up at the stop and this lady comes out and she's, she gets in and she's like, I am so glad you finally got away from your damn wife. Okay. So then he kisses her and it wasn't a hi, how you doing kind of kiss. And so he goes, I changed our drop off location. I said, I saw that. They continued to talk and this, that, and the other. And she says, you know, I'm tired of you putting me off. When are you going to leave? And he said, you know, I've got some things I've got to take care of. You know, let's talk about this later, blah, blah, blah things didn't turn out so well for him. I took him back to his house. I drove up and made him and her get out of my car at his home where his wife and his kids were. 
There was no other way this was going to go on. There is nothing worse than a dog. I don't give a f if you're a female or you're a male. Pull some shit like that in my car and you're going to get done like that. Karma's a mother. Be better people. Do better in life. M-E-S-S-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you messy. Oh hey, hey, God. you messy. Ooh, That's hilarious. M-E-S-S-Y, she is so messy. Okay, now, there's a part of my spirit that resonates with her and totally understand <laughs> what she did, but I don't think my humanity will allow me to play judge, God, and jury here on this earth. I have no heaven or hell to send you to, and while I would not want that done to me, by the same token, I don't feel like it is my place to then go and like drop them off at home. You got kids. You never know what's going on at home. They could ha have a special needs child. Yeah. They could be taking care of an elderly parent. Mm -hmm. She could be sick. He could be sick. You never know what's going on. They could be sick on. in the head, have a gun. And you, shoot. you never know. Like, mm -hmm. you, they could be enduring abuse. They could be all kind of things. And so for you to then decide that, oh, I'm going to dun -dun -dun -dun, save the day and, you know, right all of this wrong. I feel like she overstepped her bounds. Um, I think she used the company as um, leverage and as an accessory in this because had she not been an Uber driver, to your point, how would she had an address? Mm -hmm. um, what if the wife knew and was consensual right. and knew that there was something else going on? I can't tell you how many married friends I know that play. Um and the one thing they say is don't bring it home. And you gonna go and you drop it off. them off right there oh, in front no. of the door. Nah, I don't, I don't play with people like that. Because also, sometimes when you get involved in, and you, you start playing with trash, you're gonna get dirty. You know what Ooh. I mean? So you over there interfering in these people's lives. And like I said, you don't never know. What if the wife seen, looked out the window, came outside with a gun, started shooting, now you did. Like, and, and all because of some people that you was minding their business. Mind your business. Yes. Put your radio up, put your earplugs in. Your job is to drive. You ain't the guidance counselor. Yeah. You ain't the marriage counselor. It Nobody, you ain't been... even a friend. You don't no. even know these people. You don't say you don't even know them. Mm -mm. I stay out of things anything. when I know the people, let alone. And like one time I had a situation where um it was the same person that happened twice. Now, the first time the guy that I was dating knew my friends jump off right whoever he was my okay, friend okay okay boyfriend yeah, I, get it. I got off, it i got right? it okay so i told her because this is my girl whatever and i'm like nah like he ain't finna play my friend so when i told her i'm not gonna say it backfired but i will say that i i felt like she In always felt a little bit away that mm -hmm. i knew that or like yep. you know whatever the case so then she started dating somebody else and just the stroke of her luck Somebody slides into my DMs and sends me a picture of this room and a guy. Like, I don't know this room. I don't know that. Like, I can't see the guy. He's in the bed. Kind of find out this is her new boyfriend. And he's in the bed naked or whatever the case. And apparently the thing he's laying on, she bought him the bed. Like, she, now, mind you, I don't know what it is. Now, Whoa. I'm telling her. So they say her name. They keep mentioning her name or whatever. They like, yeah, first they like, tell your friend. So eventually I end up sending her the picture and I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the F these people are talking about. They keep saying, tell your friend. She goes, that's so-and-so her boyfriend. She was like, I don't know when this is or what this is from, but like I bought him that bed set or whatever. Oh my goodness. So I'm like, 
damn. Like, I would have probably never even sent it to her because of how I knew how she handled it before. And it's not because I don't want my friend to know what's going on. Like, I, I really do. But it's the way that you handled it when I tried to look out for you before. I just feel like you sometimes- You don't want no smoke. I ain't want no problem. I ain't want to be involved, to be but honest. But the universe is going to work things out. Like, that's how it is. And I feel like when you, you know, play your hand- Sometimes, I, I mean, I had a situation where I told a friend something. I was dating a guy, this was years ago. I was dating a guy and um, he 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 dabbled in pharmaceuticals of the um, street variety. Okay, all right, and all right, okay. He, he did really well for himself. Yeah. And then she decided to date one of his homeboys. Okay. And so um, the homeboy had been trying to holler for a minute, but my friend is like a super, super, super good girl. And I'm like, don't Sis, do it. You, I don't want you playing in this life. Like, I don't. Yeah. So he finally got through. They finally connected with each other. And she's like smitten, head over heels. And he's balling out on her. They're having fun. Well, the guy I was dating told me at dinner. So the feds is going to raid his crib. And they're looking at everybody around them. And they've been following your homegirl. No. So, so I was like, oh, shucks. So I was like, how do I tell her this? You told her. Girl, I took her to either. church. No, you I didn't. took it to church. I can't lie. I can't make this up. <laughs> I took it to church first. We went to church. At the church, we went to this Mexican restaurant in Santa Monica on 28th and Pico. I will never forget, <laughs> never this, forget this, huh? Never. And I told her about it. And basically, I was like, look, next couple of weeks, kind of lay off his crib. Watch where you're driving. Watch people t- um, challenge. She did not want to listen. She went from zero to hero. She went left. You always want you um always have to be the person with money. You're just mad because uh, I'm, you know, I found somebody. I'm like, sis, no one you cares. my left. I will give you anything. So anything I have is yours. It's not even like that, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter. She went so far with it. The relationship got so messed up, and it was me just trying to look out. So um, look good, sis, Miss Uber driver. Watch your mouth and watch what you're doing because you don't know these people and you can mess up somebody's whole little world by talking exactly. to them. Exactly, especially because you're not connected to them. I would I would feel a little bit of a way if it was a friend or a family member and they knew something and Ooh. didn't tell me because that's happened to me. Like I start, I cut off one of my best friends because- uh, But that girl- be tricky though, Lo, because people go back, even though they know they cheated, sometimes they go back and then it's his family. Now they over for the holidays. It okay, but that's funny. my thing. And I hate when people be like, well, you might run back and say something. You're my friend. It does not matter what that person thinks about you. You should always just tell me. And like in, in my situation, it was my guy, one of my guy best friends mm-hmm. and a girl that we both were cool with told him that my dude was cheating on me and he never told me. So when I came to him crying like, yo, he was cheating on me, da da da. He was like, yeah, you know, so-and-so told me or she, some way, somehow I found out he knew. And I was like, so you knew and you didn't tell me? So I stopped dealing with, like, I stopped being cool with him for a long, long time. It took me a long time to get over that because I'm like, you don't even know him. You're not, you have no obligations what? to him and you should definitely have told me. Like, and, and that's how I looked at it as far as friends in that situation. But when it comes to a stranger, do your damn job, get your money and worry about your own business. Mind the business that pays you, not the one that's going on in your backseat. Oh, rare. 
Well, you heard it here. It's the Undressing <laughs> Room podcast presented by Macy's. Now, that was our final question to undress. We do it every week. If you would like for us to undress your question, it's easy. Be sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at the Undressing Room Podcast. DM us for a chance to be featured. Easy peasy. You are listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And we're going to get out of here. Yep. Ta-ta for now. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.